Hey, you guys. Hey, girls. How are you? Hope you're doing well. Um, had a minor hiccup. For whatever reason, my portion of the audio last week, just it just refused to send to him. Um, but we got it checked out, and it's there now. If you haven't listened to it, go check it out. Um, we get, I get, I get on a real heater. That's on me. Um, but uh, dude, it just <laughs> fires me up. You know, it just chaps hey, me. It just chaps me. Up. It chaps my whole ass. That's just how I feel, dude. Anyway, uh, this is episode. Is this episode sixty one? Yeah, it is. Let's get it. Uh, this is episode sixty one. Uh, thank you guys for hanging out with us. This is BD Radio with your co-host Cam, and alongside me, as always, Ryan, aka Grooves, aka the Goat. How are you, brother? It's Masters Week, man. I couldn't be any better. This is it. one of my favorite times of the year. You roll off national championship on Monday, yep. which we'll get into. Completely forgot to talk about that, Cam. Yeah, we're getting into this, it. so we'll talk about that. Um, and it's Masters Week. I love the Masters. Justin Rose is leading right now at minus six, which is insane. Beating ass um, over the field. I mean, He's literally doubling everybody's strokes on the field. Yep. It's it's great. I love this tournament. It's great. So I'm doing good. Good, man. Good. Let's dive into it. We're good. We got we got Masters. We got uh we got the all-star fiasco with the baseball. We got the championship with the basketball. We got Deshaun Watson. Rubbing his dick all over women for no reason, you know. We we're gonna dive into that. Yo, we get, we got a lot to talk about. Okay, it's episode sixty one. If you're new, buckle up. If you're a loyal, get ready because we're just gonna dive right in. Okay, we got nothing but cool stuff. And here's your obscure non copyright song of the intro. It's an absolute vibe, low key. And um, hey, you know. Do y'all hear that? This shit vibes. All right, let's get into it. Episode 61. Let's go. Key want to be the only podcast that just has music in the background, <laughs> just like this, just this volume. If you can just have that on a loop the entire time, dude, I swear to God, I'll put that shit on repeat, and we will, we will chill, <laughs> bro. People will be sleeping. I don't think that's what we want. We no, want you're right. To laugh. You're right. You're right. You're right. All right, yo, let's dive into this. First things first. Let's start it chronologically, excluding Sean Madness. Let's start with basketball. Start with Monday. Okay. We'll start with well, Monday this week. Um, to be well, honest with you, go ahead. Let's start with Saturday since we didn't talk about the Final Four. We just gave a pre preview. So let's talk about the Final Four, and then we'll talk national championship. Yep. Okay. Final Four, UCLA versus Gonzaga. Holy I'll be shit. honest. I'll be honest, man. Epic, epic ending. Epic ending. But it's weird because... I knew going into that game it was going to be closer than what the spread was, and I was really? going to go with it. Because, dude, March Madness is called March Madness for a reason. There's always that one team that, at the very least, they beat every spread they come against. At the very least. Yeah. They might not win every game, but they are definitely going to cover the spread. And it's just like, ah, I knew it. I should have put money on it. I knew it, and I didn't. I didn't do it. I, I didn't do it, but hey, whatever. That was a banger of a game with a with a forty footer to win the game off the glass against UCLA. Heartbreak for you, it's UCLA. But going outside after that game, it was just kind of like, 
what am I? What can you expect going to the championship game? Because Houston and Baylor played earlier that day, and Baylor absolutely dicked them, dude. They do- he they dog walked Houston, dude. They dog walked everybody in the whole they tournament, really did. bro. They, they really did. They dominated the entire field, the entire year. They dominated, bro. It was crazy. Yeah, they were actually supposed to play in the regular season, so I think it got COVID postponed. But uh, yeah. anyway. They didn't, they did they didn't get, play. Yeah, Baylor got hit with COVID, and they stopped. They weren't playing like they did during the tournament. They had struggled yeah. coming out of COVID, but that's what they were doing pre-COVID, you know, just beating ass. They were, dude. They never checked up, bro. It's crazy. They beat ass all year, and, hey, hats off to them. I can always say I played their baseball team, and uh, we got we got drugged, but it was part of it. Had a good time. And, yeah, and, uh, yeah they, dude, congrats to them. I wish I would have bet on them because they just beat ass. It was crazy. Yeah, but like I said, coming into the tournament, nobody really, the way they had been playing before tournament was not the same. No, no, it wasn't at all. Gonzaga was just beating up on everybody and bullying yeah. it. I'm pretty sure this might be a fun fact, but Gonzaga's never won a championship. Nope. That was the second time they made it to the Final Four and didn't win it. Neither one of them have made that had won a championship until this year. They're going into the Finals. Yeah, one of them. it was the, Baylor's first one too. Yeah, Baylor hadn't been back to the Final Four in a very long time or something like that. Yeah, they were nasty, bro. They just dominated, bro. It was crazy. Yeah. But honestly, looking at the Final Four games, you had to anticipate that because Gonzaga was just in an absolute gut wrenching dog fight with yep. the eleven seed, so they were kind of shell shocked already. Coming and then off they go an emotional in, win. Yeah, and then they go into a game versus a team that's far superior than UCLA. Like, yeah. In every aspect of the turn in in the, of the phrase, they were just dominant, and it showed. They they dominated the the championship game, and they were literally a four point underdog. And I should have took that. I knew it, bro. I knew Baylor was going to go in there and do well. And I can't. I'm just stupid. I'm an idiot. Yeah, it's crazy because like Baylor wasn't missing a shot. Butler, number twelve, he was not missing any of the fucking shots. So. It, I mean, they were hitting threes. That's where they won. They outshot them. They were nasty. They were nasty for sure, bro. They were nasty. Um, Next, moving on, onward, we got the Masters. I'm excited. Masters I'm excited to awesome. see people watching the Masters. That's what I'm excited. The November Masters was just like. Well, it was also, you know, you, you don't have the azaleas. It's not the same. Exactly. But there's it's actually not, people there now. It's great. Exactly. It's awesome. Um, obviously, only the incredibly wealthy can be there. The but, incredibly um, wealthy members and corporations. Yeah. So uh, they're there, and um, it's a dogfight on, on round one, boys and girls. I'm just letting y'all know, if y'all haven't kept up with it at all, round one's been a dogfight, and three under is a great round. But Justin, Justin Rose, Rose is just leaving everybody behind, apparently. He's at number, He's at seven now. He just made a putt. He's seven Five under right now? Yeah. He just made a putt on 17. Have a round guy. Yeah, but the thing about the Masters is the next day he can come out and hit four over. That's what I was about to say, guys. Not a cap. Pretty good value if you got a bookie going into the Masters props and betting that Justin Rose will not win the tournament. Yeah, get bet the field. Yeah, bet the field for sure. Um, yeah, dude, I'm excited to watch it. I, I'm always, I'm just such a big Jordan Spieth fan. He actually just hit for me. Um, He's gonna. Oh, he checked it. He checked it down too hard. He's kind of screwed. Wait. That's not he's a bad got, shot. 
It's not a bad shot, but it could have stayed up on that hill and he had a good look at it. But anyway, he's got a birdie putt. But um, everybody's done poorly. Justin Thomas has done poorly. Dustin John or, or, or DJ, Justin yeah. Thomas, Dustin Johnson, both of them have struggled. That's tough. Turns Brooks. out that's a really tough thing to say. Yeah, Kepka's Brooks Kepka. Eh. Well, you know, he's coming off his dislocated knee. He had surgery on it. I'm surprised he's even playing. But yeah. he, he said he if he came out, he was expecting to win. So you got to love oh. that from him, that right. kind of confidence. No doubt. Dude, Justin Rose started two over going into eight. Yeah. Going into hole eight, he was two over. Well, dude, most of the people that make your move, if you can survive the front, your move is around amen corner. On the back nine, that's where you can make a move because 16 is relatively easy. I'm surprised he got the birdie on 17 because 17 is not an easy hole. There's only like four holes on the whole course that are easy. Well, all the greens there are just incredibly fast and incredibly small. It's what makes it so hard. Yeah. Dude, because it's not though. like it's super – it's not Pebble Beach where you you got all these super big water hazards, but – I mean, you got 12, you got a few of them, but 12, 15, 16, um, there's a few more, but it's not super intimidating, but what's intimidating is the greens. My, uh, yeah, the greens are stupid quick, bro. It's actually crazy. Um, wow. Justin Rose, seven under. That's nuts. That's insane. (laughs) You could literally come out and go one under and still be ahead probably tomorrow. Probably, yeah. Well, it's going to be completely different once this rain comes through. I know I'm not sure if Augusta is going to get it. I would assume they do. Usually, what we get, they get. So they'll they'll get hit with some rain. It's going to soften the greens up, slow everything down a little bit. So it'll be interesting to see how that affects everything. And if they have to play until Monday, you know, delay one of the days, play around on Sunday, finish up on Monday. They've done that before. Yeah, that has been done. I'm a. I wouldn't be shocked if that did happen. But yeah. If it softens up the greens, boy, hey, shit's going to get crazy. Yeah, because when watching it today, a lot of what's happening is when the ball hits the green, it's that second bounce that's taking it. Dude, it's like concrete up there, bro. You can't can't keep a ball where you want it. You literally can't. You just aim for a 15-foot window, and you want to keep it in that window, but you can't. You're not – even those guys that are throwing it within two or three yards of every shot they have with a wedge, it's still going to go 10 or 15 feet away from where they want it to land. Just because yeah. it's so quick, bro. And, so quick. And the greens, they have all these, you know, They're all different levels. Yeah, yeah, undulated. There you go. They're undulating for sure. It's it's nuts, man. I'm, I'm I am excited to watch it. It's been good today just to just to give it a look and 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 be able to watch it in its entirety. I'm glad that ESPN picked it up. Yeah, I mean Saturday and Sunday is going to be CBS, but what you got to do, the trick is, is you get the Masters app for Saturday and Sunday, so you can watch the early rounds. Because yep. the dumbest thing about this is they don't start showing it like on TV until two or three o'clock in the afternoon. Right. It's the dumbest thing. You have to watch it off this. Thank God for smart TVs. It's the greatest invention of all time because that and AirPlay. Yeah, AirPlay is top tier. It's Dude, top it's tier, um, boy. It's crazy, bro. Yeah, let me just tell you. All right, guys. So we uh, we had to stop briefly, like five six minutes ago, because the the carpet guys came back in and got their stuff. And let me just feed you guys on what happened. I'm just minding my own damn business, you know, just just chilling around the house. And I go into the kitchen around noon to make, get me a snack, you know, a little snacky snack. And I step one foot into the kitchen, and it's flooded. It's literally flooded the whole kitchen. 
And I'm like, what the hell's going on? I checked the fridge and like the ice maker's good. You know, everything's checking out. Like we're chilling on the fridge. I'm like, all right, this is crazy. So I was like, I don't know what the issue is, but I for sure need to get some towels and at the very least try to, you know, try to calm it down a little bit. Got like five or six towels. That didn't work. Go into Matt's room. And I'm getting, I'm gonna get some of his towels out of his bathroom. I go into his bathroom. His entire bathroom's flooded. <laughs> what would he do? What would he leave it's, on? He hadn't been there. He hadn't been there in like three days. I have no idea. Fuck. Yeah, he lives with his girlfriend now. It's really crazy. But um, it's it's like the whole toilet's flooded with clear water. It's not like he took a shit and it clogged the toilet up. Like it was literally just clear water. Nothing crazy was going on, and <laughs> and literally it just overflowed. And flooded his entire bathroom, flooded the entire kitchen because it seeped under the walls. Like oh, no. it was, it was nuts, bro. So we <laughs> we had to get that taken care of, and the carpet guys came in and brought these huge sucker blower things, like two big machines that were like four foot tall that would like suck the water up, and then blowers that would dry it once it was done. Right. And that had, we left those on for three straight days. Jesus, just nonstop noise in the living room. In his room. But, um, yeah, they had to come in and, and take those out. That's the reason that uh, we had to stop briefly. I'm pretty – hopefully we can make it seamless enough that uh, you, you didn't recognize it. But if you did, that's why. Um, that definitely happened. That was my I'll first my experience best. with flooding. Yeah, do your, hey, do your best editing job. But um, I feel good about me. I, I backed off the dead space. I took the dead space out. But, I don't um, feel good about me. <laughs> Okay, perfect, perfect, perfect. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's uh, it's, it's so. Tough. Did they figure out what it was? No, they they haven't told me a solution. <laughs> so it's probably going to happen again. Maybe. If I had to guess, I wouldn't be shocked. Did you take? Have you taken a plunger to it yet? Oh or yeah. Has Matt? No, Matt. Matt's never here. Matt, why aren't you there? Matt's literally he lives with his girlfriend. Like he never is here. Damn. It, oh. He. You can pretty much consider his room just a big closet. Or just keeps his clothes. When I come visit. You might as well. Well, I got like a one room. I might as well rent it out. Airbnb right there. Literally, I could just, dude, low key, Matt, we could make a, we could flip this. (laughs) Sublet it, get some money out of it. Fucking, no, don't even, don't even sublet it. Just fucking run an Airbnb in it. Yeah. And just, and just make money, you know? (laughs) I mean, you're here, so you know they won't steal shit. If they make, nah, we probably couldn't. It would make rent cheaper. It would. Something to think about. I'll, I guess I'll talk to Matt about it. But um, yeah. So that happened, and um, here we are now. Back to the Masters. Who do you have winning it? Don't say Justin I'm Rose. I'm not Don't. gonna say Rose. No. Who else? Um, who I think's gonna win it versus who I'm rooting for? Who are you rooting for? How about that? Spieth, obviously. Come. JT. I do like JT. Um, odd one, Matsuyama. Hideki's good, bro. I like Hideki, and he was the leader. He was the leader until Rose took over. But, and the thing is, I do like Justin Rose too. So if he wins, I'm okay with it. Usually, just root for Americans, um, just because I'm an asshole like that. But I do like Justin Rose. He is a solid dude, and he's a solid golfer. So if he was to go on and you know four day run right here, I'd be okay with it. But I like drama. I'd love to see Masayama do it. Um, would love Rory, but he he struggled badly today. I so I don't know if he'll even make the cut. Dude, I wonder what the cut line is going to be. Honestly, I'm about to, oh god, I'm about to look. I'm about to look it's at what the be, cut line. It'll be interesting because there's a lot of guys that even right now. 
that's what I was about to say is like, all right, so I think it's going to be right at like one or two. There's only 86 entrants. Don't they, do they cut it to half? It's either half or to 50 or 45, something like that. It's going to be like one over or even. Yeah. Well, it depends on what happens tomorrow, you know, but yeah. based off what's happening today, there's a lot of guys like DeChambeau not going to make the cut unless he turns it around right here, but I doubt it. Dude, um, it's, dude what no I've, way he makes the cut. He's five over through 14. Exactly. Which I'm okay with that because I can't stand him. He's a douchebag, Mr. Protein Shake. Hey, did you see where he played some disc golf on Monday and Tuesday? I did see that. And, hey, maybe he should have played some practice rounds because chill, bro. five chill. over. Represent the brand. Disc golf gang, bro. Let's bang some change, Bryson. Change your sport. <laughs> change your profession. Hey, you can drink protein shakes and be big for that. You don't need to be big for golf. I guess you There's, don't need to be big for disc golf either. But No, you need to, you need the rubber band effect for sure. Hey, um, the good thing is that he's not winning – is because if he won, he would serve nine protein shakes for his caddy dinner or for his, you know, Masters tournament dinner. No doubt. No doubt about that. If you if you won the Masters, what would be your champion's dinner the year following? Um, A fat tomahawk. And Stole mine. That's what I was going to do. Dude, a fat tomahawk with some homemade mashed potatoes and some macaroni. No salad. Appetizers are going to be... Probably, um, probably the the mozzarella triangles from Mugshots. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I miss Mugshots. That place is so Dude, good. The mozzarella, the mozzarella, the little, the little, little yeah. yeah, the They're like mozzarella sticks, but in, tri- in triangular form, but with the marinara sauce <laughs> of anybody else's because the marinara's ass. And then, and then dessert. for dessert, it would be. Bread pudding from this place called Bellini's right up the road. It's white chocolate bread pudding, and it's the best thing I've ever had in my life. And now that I'm thinking about it, I got to get a reservation soon so me and Charles can go there. <laughs> oh, that sounds good. Yeah, I, mine was a tomahawk steak, too. You fucking stole it, so I Dude, hate that. Tomahawk steak, you eat the steak and then stab somebody with the bone. <laughs> See, I was going to do either banana pudding or cheesecake from cheesecake factory i love the oreo cheesecake from cheesecake factory yeah it's the shit that's good for sure you might die you might get fat and die from it but it's amazing dude they sell they serve healthy portions of that cheesecake too i know dude that that one i have to eat in separate you know sections i eat half of it and i eat the other half maybe third eat in thirds because it's too much it's too much sugar Dude, call us fat if you want, but me and Charlesy will literally get it, get a cheesecake to go sometimes, just to go up there and pick up just the cheesecake. And then go. Oh no, Austin and his girlfriend used to do that when I lived with him, and he would get me one. That's how I always had him. So I never had to go. It was great. They had a, they have a cinnamon one too, a cinnamon sugar one. Interesting. Is it good? So good, bro. With it actually the sounds cream, good. With the whipped cream, that whipped cream gives you that neutral taste where it's not all sugar. It's yeah. whip, the whipped cream gives you something neutral so it doesn't wreck your palate immediately. Right. And it's just so delicious, bro. I guess, I mean, I got to get that too now. I haven't eaten all day, as you can tell. <laughs> I can tell. I mean, I barely ate. I had a bagel this morning. That's about it. Yeah, I haven't eaten shit. So, um, yeah, there's that. Anyway, what uh, what else we got? We got uh, 
baseball. But yeah, enjoy the Masters. Um, we'll talk about the winner, and we'll talk about the entire tournament next week. Definitely. Um, I'm I'm fully on board for Spieth. It's who I want to win. Um, anybody else winning would not shock me. As long as Patrick Reed and uh, Sergio, <laughs> which I don't even didn't even see him, um, and uh, who's the other guy? Oh, DeChambeau. As long as those three don't win, I'm good. Dude, I followed Sergio and and at the Byron Nelson like three or four years back. And when he won it, he actually won the Byron Nelson that year in Dallas. And I got to follow him because everybody was, was following Spieth. So there wasn't a bunch of people following him. And I followed him, and it was um a taller dude, uh, Jordan sponsor, um, Brand- Brandon, Brian, no. I don't know. Brand- anyway. No, Snedeker? No, it's not Snedeker, no. It's a lesser known dude. Anyway, um, he uh, I followed them too, and uh, it was so crazy watching Sergio hit. Like he's literally five eight, and he hits bombs, bro. He absolutely hits bombs. Well, it's like JT. JT's like five nine, one fifty, and he hits the ball just so. Rory's that he's that way as well. Yeah, it's like how are y'all this small, but you just have that much torque to where you can just. Yeah, I saw Kepka. I saw Kepka there as well before he was really, really good all of a sudden. Um, so that was really bizarre because I was following him too. I was like, dude, this guy's jacked. How the hell is he on, out here on tour? <laughs> and then he ended up being the world number one for a while. But you know, um, just winning all kinds of tournaments. Yeah, no doubt. All right, we got... Let's do baseball now. We got to talk about our guy. Let's guy. talk about our guy, Matt Peacock. The guy. Let me just fill you guys in, man. Peacock. Let me just give you the story of Matt Peacock. You can read it on USA Today now, and that's cool. But let me give you my point of view of the story of Matt Peacock. And nobody knows. Nobody's going to know this. So if y'all want to take on Matt Peacock inside the, the, the life of Matt Peacock in his college years, it's this right here. I show up, and Ryan was the same way. Freshman year, he is a redshirt freshman. And yeah. he is on scholarship. And when you see him throw bullpens, you're like, oh, my God. This guy's got some nasty shit. Like, his fastball would literally move like a sinker, but he's not holding that sinker grip. He's just throwing a four seam, and it's moving three, two, three feet out of his hand straight down into the righty's back foot. Like, it's absolutely disgusting. And then I'm like, okay, so he's one of our guys for sure. I get to know him. He's an absolute goof this guy he <laughs> yeah, literally that's the best way to describe him he's literally i've never the only time i saw him serious was his last year his senior year when he was our closer and the only time he was serious then when he's on the mound that was it he could flip the switch like that it was crazy but dude this kid was literally a clown like he was a legitimate clown and he took pride in it and he yep. just had a good time and it was awesome he was awesome to be around but he literally couldn't pitch in our inner squads because he was a hazard to our players because he literally couldn't throw strikes. And if he was on the podcast right now, he would tell you the same thing. I'm not shitting on Matt. Matt Peacock is one of my favorite baseball players of all time because of the arc, his story arc of baseball. But it was, dude, he was just, he was terrible. Like literally he was horrifying and he couldn't throw strikes. So we kept him on the team, all that jazz, whatever. Um, Next year comes around. Same story, bro. Same. St- his stuff might even have gotten a little nastier. His bullpens are just stupid good. And then he gets in the squads. He does a little. He, the first few outings he did okay. 
And then he kind of just fell apart and fell into the old Matt Peacock way. Injures his arm and then gets another red shirt, I think. So this is sophomore year, right? Our sophomore year. His, his yeah. I guess technically his sophomore year too. Is this fall? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, so he was just, he was sitting over there with me. Yeah, yeah. Oh so, yeah, that's right. But that's the year. No, that is the year that he dropped out. No, okay. it's not. Wait, sophomore year. No, no, that was the is the year before that because he was in the dugout that year with me too. So he was still on the team on scholarship that year as well. And me and him, we just absolutely just amplified the team by our energy in the dugout. And when that's when we figured out how to be great teammates. And it was like, I was at the helm. We called it the dug wires, bro. Cause we were always in the dugout bringing the heat, <laughs> some dirt bags, just some dirt bags, bro. And we never played and I didn't want to play. Like I had no aspirations to play and I was just out there vibing. You know, I'd be, a, I was a defense replacement late cause I was a better defender than some of the kids out there. And I would just come in late and play defense, and I'd get a pinch hit if we needed to go on base because I was really good at walking. I was not good at hitting. I was really good at working counts and getting walks. But um, I, uh, we did that, and then we were in the dugout, and we became we became pretty close um, on, on baseball guys that year. Well, the next year comes around, he hurts his arm, has a bone spur, has has surgery, and he's just like checked out. He's just like, I'm done. I'm done. Well, that was the same year that I got redshirted. I got yeah, redshirted so going my junior year. year. That's our I got year. redshirted, and we made a deal to where I would get redshirted and be on 80% that next year. And I was like, I oh, shit, that's crazy. That's a lot of money, but all right, cool. So uh, actually, I went, I popped off that that fall, but we had too many kids on scholarship. And he was like, look, man, I know odds are you'd probably be in the lineup this year if we play, if you could be on the team. But like literally, financially, we can't, you, you, you can't be on the team. There's no way. We don't have any spots for red shirts um, or for, for walk-ons. So I got red shirted, whatever. Um, that's when I really started falling out of love with baseball. But uh, he quits. He goes to work with his grandpa in the paper mill. I don't really hear much out of him, to be honest with you. Um, and then all of a sudden we go on spring break because me, Joey Jones, Joey Jones was red shirted that year. He's actually the baseball operations. He's the director of baseball operations right now for South Alabama. Me, Joey uh peacock patrick mckinney he was on that trip okay and uh and uh uh one more one more one more i think it braden braden was on that trip mccray you don't know him and then one more uh, if i'm forgetting i'm sorry i think it's tyler and if it's tyler ggs but um <laughs> he quits bro he quits and goes to work in the paper mill and then out of nowhere out of nowhere he comes back in the fall and is like i want to play again and he goes to mark calvey and says, look, I don't want money. I don't want anything. I gave up my scholarship. I told you to give it to another player, just like I did my last year as well. But mm -hmm. he said, I told you to give it to another player, but look, I want to play. At the very least, let me come out in the fall, and let's figure it out. Well, that motherfucker comes out in the fall, and he is an absolute force to be reckoned with. Literally, he was nasty in his bullpens. We were like, oh, same shit. You know, he's 90, 92, 93. With some stupid shit on his arm, like some stupid shit, like that's coming out of his hands. It's actually gross, and it's like, okay, this is gonna be unhittable if he ever figures it out. Well, he figures it out by God, and he comes out in inner squads, and he's nasty, absolutely disgusting. Pretty sure he has a zero ERA on the entire fall. We have to put him on the team at this point. Right. You know, we have to. Well, damn, dude, it's my it's my red shirt junior year. It's definitely gonna be his last year. 
and um, we're both redshirt juniors. We're going, we're going in there chilling, and he comes out and he just sets the tone early. You know, first few starts, he comes out and just shuts the door on some kids, bro. Comes out and absolutely carves. Well, he does that the entire year. So the entire time he's being a clown in the dugout, absolutely. And when he knows he's not going to pitch, he's wearing his fucking cowboy boots, his work boots, and he's <laughs> trying to throw balls over the scoreboard. And when he knows he's going to pitch, he's it's just like he flips a switch. He's wearing his jacket, and he's just locked in, bro. It's really weird. It's weird to see him like this, but he comes out there and he just dials everybody's ass up, dude. He's just throwing nasty, nothing is straight, and he carves everybody. Well, obviously it's an anomaly of a season. So although he did have like a sub-2-5 ERA with like 29 saves or some shit, like he had a dumb amount of saves for college for a college season, um, they didn't have a ton of faith in him. And he slides to like the 23rd or 27th round or some shit. I don't forget where he got drafted. But right. He slides, and, dude, you know, you don't hear anything out of him. And then out of nowhere, he gets bumped up to double-A out of nowhere. Like, like nobody – I'm not keeping tabs on him really heavily. You know, I'm watching Ben Taylor at the time that's in the big leagues. Right. I don't even know if he's in the big leagues anymore, but he might be. But um, he's in the big leagues at the time. We're watching Ben because he was our closer before Matt um, Peacock. Who was nasty. Which was – I mean, he literally threw number of fastballs, but they were just 97-mile-an-hour medicine balls. Exactly. Like, so you hard to hit. You couldn't hit it. Like you, it, it would almost feel like you'd break your bat every time you it hit it. So he- it was a heavy fastball. That's what I'm saying. It was a medicine ball. He's throwing a 10-pound medicine ball right down the middle at 97 miles an hour, and you couldn't hit it. Yeah, but um, no. anyway, back to Peacock. He turns. They turn him into a starter in AA. He goes out there, has a sub-2 ERA or sub-3 sub ERA in AA, carves, and now here we are, makes his big league debut, Goes out there, shuts the fucking door, gets a base hit, which is hilarious. Gets an RBI or or a run. He scores a run run. and then gets a win. He goes out there and closes again and gets the win on the game. And it's just like, holy shit, dude. If anybody deserves this, it's Matt Peacock. Yep. You know? Couldn't ask for a better dude to happen to. Because, like you said, hey, freshman year coming in, that guy was so much fun. He was one of our guys we hung out with just about every weekend. Dude, you know? yeah, he really was. He really was. We were in there at 420 plus one, bro. 420 Four, plus one. Hey, and, and, and 421 was their room, and we went up there, and that's where we hung out, dude. It really was because I lived right it under. It was a spot. It was, um, it, was, it was nuts. But now he's in the big leagues, bro, and uh, I say it, dude. He is. He always had big league shit. He always had big league oh, stuff. Yeah. It was a matter of if he could make it click mentally or not. And he figured it out, and I'm serious, man. Nobody deserves it more because the guy learned how to be a great teammate before he learned how to be a great player. I literally just posted this on Facebook. He learned mm-hmm. how to be a great teammate and a phenomenal support role guy in the dugout, keeping everybody up, being a leader on that aspect before he even understood how to be a baseball player, literally. So, like, once he became a baseball player and once he figured out how to be a great baseball player – it was just over with. Like, everybody was on his side. You know, like, nobody was rooting against the guy. Nobody, none no. of the pitchers in the rotation, nobody in the pitching staff was saying, I hope he does bad. Like, I'm sure a few guys do because they're salty. Because that guy's a leader. Like, he literally was the biggest cheerleader, besides myself, ever, that I've ever seen, dude. Like, literally, bro, it was me and him. That's what we did. And it's just... It's awesome to see, man. It's so cool. Humble beginnings. And uh, the story, the arc of his baseball career is crazy. 
He deserves nothing but the best. I wish nothing but awesome things from him. He's a huge supporter of my music, which is badass. Yep. Um, he loves my music. Uh, I, I actually heard him. He was playing my song over the dugout and spring training in the clubhouse, in the, in the D-backs clubhouse in big, league, in big league spring training. And uh, that was super wild, seeing all the, the big leaguers fucking, literally they're listening to my music in the clubhouse. So that was crazy. Um, dude, it's just, he's such a good dude, and I'm so excited for him. I literally hope he goes out and carves every outing. I know. I hope as long as Story is down and injured that he just, he can stay up, and then when that guy comes back, he he can stay up because send somebody else down because, like you said, he's got nasty shit. And I mean, he has he an can, article in USA Today. Yeah. Like, politically he's got it all on his side right now you know like yeah. he's got the story like you got to keep him up it's good for business to have him on the big league roster right now yeah especially with the diamondbacks who you know don't have too too much going on I no mean, they don't have the a good storyline man they don't yeah and it sucks because they're in the division with the padres and the fucking yeah i mean there's dodgers they're screwed for another 10 years yeah i mean as long as the dodgers are the dodgers they're not even gonna win a wild card spot because of the padres yeah so it's yeah, just rough. Much. Yeah. But, hey, shout out Peacock. Um, I tweeted this out. It's so cool seeing guys that you either grew up with, um, played with, played against either, even. Because you cool. know these guys when you're kids. Like, you know people. Like, I, I played basketball with Dansby Swanson. Yeah. It's so cool seeing guys that you played with, played against, succeed at the highest level. Like, I got a buddy that I grew up with in the neighborhood. He's the backup catcher for the Reds right now, and he he hit a home run the other day. It was dope. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. And I'll tell you who's going to be the next one for us, bro. Reggie. Oh, yeah, 100%. Reggie was at our place literally two weeks two weeks ago. Oh, yeah, no, I texted just, him. I said, uh, he, we played disc go golf. down there and shove it. Because remember last spring before they shut everything down, he was crushing. It was nasty. He was trending upward. He was in double A. Absolutely yeah. doing well. So I just, I'm with you, bro. It is bizarre. Like, to be honest with you, damn near half of my baseball, my travel ball team is in the big leagues. And it's right. just like, I mean, obviously now, I knew then too, but now I know for a fact I did not have any business being on that team. But, right. uh, I mean, literally one's an NFL quarterback, Heisman winner. You know, like one's right. in the Reds rotation, one's the outfield for the Rockies. Like, it's stupid. I didn't belong on that team at all. But uh, it is it is cool to see these guys go out there and, and do and absolutely achieve the goal that everybody has at that age, you know? Yeah. When you're 14, and 15, 16 years old, you want to be in the big leagues. Yeah, and they're doing well. You know, like they're not just like they're all stars. You know, they're they're Heisman winners. They're all stars. They're they're going out there and, and crushing it. So it's right. it's really cool. It's super duper cool, man. I'm I'm excited. And my favorite one that I'm going to be rooting for now is Peacock. And I'm oh, letting absolutely. you know every teammate he's ever had is on the same page. Yeah, I mean, I was with him for a year and a half, and I love the guy. Unbelievable, top tier dude. So I mean, awesome dude. Like I said, came in freshman year. He embraced the shit out of us. He did, so, bro. He did. He did. You got to love guys like that. He's got to root stuff. for those kind of storylines. For sure. So let's move on. Um, let's keep stay on MLB. Um, oh. Fuck Ma, uh, bleh, bleh. Rod Manfred. Fuck you. Yeah, it's tough. Moving the All-Star game because of this stupid law, this new voting bill in Georgia, has to be the weakest-minded shit that you've ever done. This is coming from the same guy who called the trophy last year a piece of metal. So yeah. I'm not shocked. He sucks. He sucks. He sucks. I mean, it's like, come on. And then the best thing is, 
Um, not even because Biden came out and was like, yeah, it's a good thing that they're moving the all-star game. Good for them. OB. we can't, you know, can't stand for, you know, uh, suppressing, uh, minorities voting rights and stuff. It's like, what does that mean? Off, not, that first off, if you've read the bill, that's not what it does. Okay. It literally gives you more days to vote in more places to drop off an absentee ballot. Okay. Okay. Then he comes out for the Masters because people are trying to do the same thing for the Masters. First off, people, it's not a PGA event. The Masters, their logo, everything is Augusta National. Yeah, It's its own thing. So if they were to move the tournament this weekend, it wouldn't be called the Masters. It'd be called something really stupid, and it'd be at a shitty golf course. Well, they couldn't move it unless Augusta no, agreed couldn't. to it. And you know Augusta is owned by a whole bunch of rich white people. So exactly, they're not going to move that, bro. No. No, I mean they would never do that. It's a major. All Fill the me in on exactly in why this, the All Star Game is being moved. Tell me exactly why. Because of the voting law. So why is that though? Like, because the Repo- Georgia Republicans and Go- Governor Kemp signed in this voting new voting law because everybody, the Democrats in this state, will tell you is because um, they lost the presidential election, right? And they we lost some Senate seats, so they're trying to change voting laws and make it tougher for. Um, minorities to vote. It's like, first off, no, that's not what it's doing. So, this, it's so there's a vote happening? What's what's no, going on? it's just for future elections. So you have to show an ID now when you vote. Pretty reasonable. You have yeah. to show an ID to buy alcohol. You have to show an ID for pretty much everything. Literally. If you don't have an ID, that's on you. Um, it, it expands early voting. Makes more. There's more ballot drop-off boxes for absentee va- voting. Um, I actually think they made it easier for absentee voting now. Um, there's something else, too. Oh, so but, the main thing everybody's mad about is that the state government can come in if they see something shady going on in the county and take over the election process. That's what everybody's pissed off but about. But what, what, how does the All-Star Game affect this? Exactly. Exactly. So Here's the thing. So they're not related By, at all? Not at all. Nothing. It's literally just... It's, you know when corporations come out and they say we're against this shit, it's that. So they're saying we're going to punish Georgia and move the All-Star game to Colorado who has the same exact voting laws except for they can do more mail-in voting. That's like the whole thing with them. Um, they don't realize it, it. We just lost $100 million in my community Yeah, where I live. $100 million. And guess who that hurts? Does not hurt the politicians. It don't it hurt Biden. Me. I can promise you that. It doesn't hurt Biden. It hurts me. It hurts all the businesses around here. And if you're if you're moving this because of minorities, well, Colorado and Denver has ten percent population of minorities. Here, fifty percent. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. It's not a minority there. It's not. You're not it's, a minority. It's so dumb. You're, you're not and, a minority if you're if you're a black guy in Atlanta. You're not. Yeah. So my my favorite thing is back to what Biden was saying. This is where his hypocrisy comes in. He says you can't move. You got to be careful with moving these sporting events when talking about the Masters, because it, how it's going to affect the community where the tournament is held. But they're moving the All Star Game. But hey, it was uh, oh a okay a week ago it's when it, when it was the MLB and the Braves. Yeah, he's absolutely sucks. ridiculous, dude. He sucks. 
this is why I don't like politics. You can see I'm frustrated by this. And this is purely selfishly for me because I live here and I was looking forward to going to the home run derby and all-star game. But also, dude, you should be allowed to feel that way. Just like everybody in Atlanta should feel that way. Anybody that understands economics should be pissed the fuck off. It don't matter if you're black, white, Hispanic. It doesn't matter, bro. It literally doesn't matter what color, nationality, race, it don't ma- gender, it don't matter what you are, if you understand economics, you want big things to happen in your city because that is going to do nothing but generate revenue for you and yours. That's it. Yep. So like if you're in Atlanta and you're for this, you're just stupid. That's it. You're ignorant of economics. And if you aren't ignorant of economics, you're evil. That's the only, that's the only thing. I mean, you're literally, you wish, you wish bad things upon your own community and you're the worst form of person. There are people celebrating the MLB for doing this. Not many. Manfred's now the only one on that island. Everybody else said no. And here's my favorite part is they said they came together with a portion of the players. It was like 50 players. 50. Like, come on. Hold on. But what 50 players are going to give a shit? Exactly. I don't know. I didn't read I didn't read too much more into it. It didn't really say the exact players. It just said 50 players. My thing is is like I just don't get. They just call this racist and I don't see it. I don't see it. Maybe it's because I am white. Pure pure ignorance on my part. Definitely. But how not. does showing an ID make it racist? How does expanding early voting make it racist? Maybe the state election thing. I I don't know the full details on that thing where the state can come into a county. I don't know. I don't really agree with that either, but hey. Loki, that is a that's honestly a more democratic viewpoint, if we're being honest, yeah. because they want they want big government. They don't want small they don't want they don't want local governments if if you're if you're looking in the history of the Democrat or the parties because they want big government to oversee everything. They don't want they don't want the county to be able to judge their county and then the state judge the state but not the county. You know what I'm saying? Like they want right. bigger government, so it's really weird that they yeah. are opposed to this. Yeah, and I'm super small government guy. But I mean, yeah, I, I, like I said, I just don't see how it's racist. I could care two shits about this fucking voting bill. I want my fucking all star game. I was looking forward to that. That was gonna be so much fucking fun. You know how much money and shit. Granted, it would have been expensive as fuck here, but it would have been awesome. But people are gonna was, spend the money, dude. It's like New Year's. You know, like, yeah, like New Year's. Hey, you know you're going to drop a check. Guess what? It's New Year's. You go out there and do it anyway. Yeah. This was going to be the one opportunity I was going to have to, while I lived here, to go to a home run derby and fucking enjoy it. That so was going to be awesome. Ne- so is it never allowed to the in Atlanta's park anymore? Like, is no, that like a I think they just, moved, they just moved it for this year. They moved it to Colorado. So is Atlanta next year? Or did Atlanta probably just not. get skipped? I well, guess we're getting, I think we're just getting skipped. Brand new park. Beautiful park. Dude, immaculate park. Bru- Beautiful park. Dude, stupid nice park. Brand new. You can't even, there hadn't even been time, in, there hadn't even been enough time in the on the earth to fuck it up yet. No, it's that new. It's that new. This isn't Turner Field we're talking about here. <laughs> it's just. That was made for the Olympics. Like, dude, this thing was built like four years ago or some shit. Five years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, something like that. I'm trying to think back when that exhibition game was. I was in college. 
senior year. My point, college, bro. It was like right up. It was like a few. It was like a few days ago. It seems like, and they're gonna take it away from the most electric, most exciting environment you can put it in, which is a brand new park, because of a bill that isn't relative to the game. Yeah, and it's like, hey, if you're gonna do that, move it to fucking Texas, back to the Ranger Stadium, where you know they can have a hundred percent capacity. That's what we were going to have. You think Colorado is going to have that? Fuck no. And I think that's part of the reason Biden was on board with it because he doesn't want full stadiums right now. Dude. He sucks. <laughs> Just simply put. It's that simple. It's not even because of political affiliation. He, as a person, sucks. I just, I the hypocrisy when he was talking about baseball a week later talking about how it can affect moving the masters. And we got to be careful with moving these events because of how it affects the community. It's because he sucks. He probably forgot. He said some shit a week ago. Oh, he probably did. Dude, he but, sucks. He's old and he sucks. So I, I, I had friends like, I'm never going to go to a Braves game again. I hate them. I'll be fuck Manfred. Fuck the Braves. Like, first off, this wasn't the Braves. Yeah. This was not the Braves. You think they wanted to lose $100 million? No. And they came out and made a statement about that. So, yes. Would it be awesome if they won the World Series this year and we booed Manfred out of the stadium? It'd be amazing. Probably not going to happen when you start 2-4. and four. Yeah, not, not, not going to happen, probably. Probably not when you got to go through the Dodgers, too, and the Padres. It's just a, it is a real shame that... How old is Rob Manfred? I fuck if I know. I mean, old, me old white up. guy. He's dude, an old white guy. Dude, let's just look him up. We he's got, in the 60s or 70s. Here's what we need to do. Anybody above the age of 70 years old can't be a leader in the country. That's that I needs mean, to I be. I don't disagree with that. That needs to be a rule, dude. I don't disagree with that. I don't like 80 year olds running the country. Right. Hey, you're 80, dog. Okay, Rob. He's he's fall he's he's he falls under the 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 62 year old category though. So he's got another 62. eight years. He's 62. Still, what relevance does he know anything about baseball? Is, I mean, he was under C-League, and he, uh, if I remember right, he was something not, nobody was happy when he became commissioner. I'm going to type in Rob Manfred sucks. Now let's just see what happens. <laughs> just, just see what comes up. I mean, there's going to be a bunch of pissed off Braves fans, people from Atlanta. Rob Manfred sucks and should step down. Manfred's Casual. slurred World Series speech likely due, due to feedback. Yep. It's so stupid because think about it. We get punished. What happens to the Astros when they fucking cheated for two years? Yeah. Nothing. Literally. We get punished because of something we didn't even have anything to do with, but the Astros, all those players, yeah, it's okay. Senator John Kennedy... Quotes calling Rob Manfred a special kind of stupid. <laughs> I fucking love that. Love that, dude. That's Roast crazy. that guy. Rob Manfred sucks. It's just a title on procrastination. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Yeah, he sucks, man. It sucks that we allow dumb people to run stuff. Like, as a commu- as a nation, we should literally come together and recognize that we have to fucking get our shit together. You know, like, hey, why aren't we allowing idiots to run the show? Corrupt 
assholes run everything. It's That's literally what sucks. just get the idiots out of there, dude. That's all. That's all and I want. Hey, hey, this is on both sides of the aisle, guys. Literally has nothing to do with political affiliation. All the idiots calling all idiots, get out of there, dude. I want all the idiots to get out of there. They should be required yep. to take an IQ test and required to have go through some sort of military training where they go through the uh, the fight or flight testing where they have to make calls under pressure. And if they, and they can't, can't pass that, get the fuck out of it. You're not leading my country, dude. Guess what they're doing? They're just they're not making a decision until their lines are, you know, filled with money. That's what I'm saying, bro. It's stupid, bro. I, I that's that's frustrating. Hey, man. When they're when them pockets are lined, then they'll start doing shit. That's really frustrating. I I never knew enough. I didn't know enough about the situation in Atlanta to to I just thought that for sure they were related somehow. Nope. They're just not, not related. At all. <laughs> nope. Nope. No, everybody wants to bar anything from happening in Georgia. No money should be spent in Georgia. Fuck the millions of people that live here. Wow. Unreal. On another note, let's talk about another scumbag. Deshaun Watson. Alleged scumbag. I mean, dude, come on. I'm just giving the guy the benefit of the doubt. I don't know. I'm not, dude. 22 women. Come Look, on. is that an inordinate amount of women? Yes. Yes. Yes, it is. But also, you never know, dude. They could have, they could have, they could have collaborated. They could have gotten together and done this. Yeah, but some of the stories that we're that are coming out about what he's wanting or like what's getting done to him or what he's doing is kind of weird. Definitely weird. I will say that. Is he done? <laughs> I mean, is he done as a as a professional athlete? Yes or no? Special talent. I mean, he's gonna have to sit out probably a year or two, and but he'll be back in the league. I mean, Mike Vick came back. Yeah, but that was dogs, bro. Exactly. Do we value dogs. do we value dogs and women equally? Mm. Hot mm, take. Good point. Mm. Some people might say yes, which is fucked which up. Which is terrible, dude. Yeah. That is um. It's a situation that is situational, and I can't wait to see how it works out. But he's definitely not playing this year. Like hundred percent, he's off the team. I I think he's gonna get suspended by they the NFL already, for sure. The Texans released him, right? No. Yeah, I'm almost certain that they fucking released him. Why would you release him? Unless he's not suspended, they're gonna keep him. He's a franchise quarterback. He got suspended by Nike. His endorsement that that's probably what you're talking about. Hold on. Guarantee that's what you're talking about. Because Nike did suspend their endorsement of him for the time being with all this shit going on. Texans McNair's, the McNair's addressed Deshaun yeah. Watson's situation. Um, Okay. That's the owners. It says, yeah, they're the owners of the Texans of the football team. While we await the conclusion of these investigations, we express our strong stance against any form of sexual assault. Don't say obvious shit. Thank you. Our family and the entire Houston Texans organization are deeply troubled by any form of abuse, and we condemn this type of behavior, as do most normal people. That's what it should say. It didn't say that at the end. But we will continue to commit resources to help prevent abusive behaviors from... A so uh, they're just coming out and just covering their ass. That is so, yeah, so typical, dude. Fuck you, McNairs. That's why I feel that's, about... That's corporation. That's big business talk right there. Exactly. We will continue to commit to community and ensure respect for all. Over the past 10 years, the Texas, the Houston Texans Foundation, the McNair Foundation, this is in their statement. They're just about to flex. 
The McNair Foundation and the McNair family have donated more than $10 million to organizations whose focus centers on strengthening families, preventing abuse, and providing much-needed services to those who have fallen victim to domestic violence or sexual abuse. This is deeply personal to our family and remains a priority. Literally, they suck. So can we talk about the stories of what he was doing? I don't know him, dude. Talk to me. So <laughs> this is just hearsay from what I've heard off Instagram from KFC on Barstool saying that he was face up. He would get hard. Like, okay. Wanting his groin specifically massaged. Sure, sure. Then he would, you know, just casually grab ass, um, rub his dick on him. Dude, here's my thing with that. How do you make your dick do that, man? How big's your dick, bro? <laughs> He's got to have a hammer. <laughs> He's got to have a hammer if you're just being able to do that, bro. Uh, so grabbing ass, rubbing dick, um, <laughs> flips over, not just wanting his glutes massage, apparently wanting his asshole massage. Okay, weird. Next. Weird. <laughs> um, I did hear that he came on himself once. Whoa, bro. How do you do that? Yeah. I, That's I don't a talent know. without jerking off. Yeah, and then after all of this, you know, probably said some shit too. Um, this is just, you know, alleged shit, okay? Um, but he would make them sign NDAs, or if they didn't want to sign an NDA, he would just, you know, tell them to not talk about it. So, I mean, wow. it's it's pure scumbag shit. Very scummy. Very so, funny. I mean, I think, I mean, if all of this is true, and if he gets criminal charges put against him, he's done. 100%. Until there's a desperate team that needs a quarterback. 100%. Which there will be. The Atlanta Falcons in four years. Yeah. Four years. I'll give you four years. Matt Ryan can still do it for four years. He can still take y'all to 500 a year. Yeah. Year in, year out. Yeah. Didn't Julio leave y'all? No, we still got everybody. We just don't have a running game. We don't have an offensive line. Dude, we don't have what, a defense. Where did I hear but, that Julio was going to the Browns? No. Forget. They ain't getting rid of Julio. We 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 going to re-sign Julio. We were talking to clear up cap space. They were talking about having to get rid of Ryan and Julio just to make up cap space, but that didn't happen. Honestly, I think so we that would be the best the thing that ever happened to the Falcons. Get rid of every big player you got. Throw the next three years. You still have an offensive line. You still have the guys that are integral and essential to your team but aren't the big payouts and then get just fat draft picks. They need to trade away the draft pick this year. That's for sure. But you got to hate this for the Texans because if they just would have gotten rid of him before all this came out, they would have some draft picks, probably Tua. Miami would be dealing with it. Yeah, his marketability is rough right now. Yeah. I mean, you can't get rid of him for shit. Somebody just chipped one in, apparently. Looks like Spieth. Let's go. He's back under, baby. Is he? He's one under. I'm not watching oh, it. I got to see it. I got to see it. it was going, this is fit, uh, 15. Okay, that's a terrible view. That was just an atrocious view. I'm not seeing it. What? Whose group? What group is he in? Morikawa and uh, Cameron Champ. I'm, Cameron Champ. I'm looking at. I'm looking at this. Trashy. I'm looking at this group right here, but I'm not seeing the ship in. What's crazy is if he doesn't make that, apparently it's going in the water. 
Because that, I mean, that's a downhill slope. That's pretty bad. Oh, really? But yeah, he just eagled that though. Got him to, got him back under under par, Hard baby. In on the par five, let's get it. And he's got sixteen up, and it's a good pin location. Let's go. Love that guy. All right, love speed. Yeah, dude, uh, this John Washington sucks. It's a real yeah, shame. It's a shame that people have to come out and say obvious shit nowadays. Like, yeah. hey, we don't support people that do do the sexual abuse stuff. No shit, you don't. You know? No one does. No normal person does. Yeah, there you go. Normal. That's just the bottom line. No normal person does. They should come out and say, obviously, we don't. We aren't on Deshaun Watson's team right now. Because, simply put, he's got way too much heat on him. And why would we ever support somebody with allegations such as this on their, t- on their head? I wish yeah. somebody would come out and make a realistic statement like that. Yeah, I mean, you still got to go to trial, trial, proven until... It's, I mean, it's guilt, innocent until proven guilty. Until proven guilty. Yeah. It's innocent until proven guilty, and that's what they should say. Hey, uh, look, it's innocent until proven guilty, but also there's a lot of allegations out there. Are we on the side of Deshaun Watson right now? Absolutely not. Yeah. He is definitely past arm's length away from the Texans, right? 100%. There's no way he's the quarterback of, no. of the Texans. No. I, no, no, no shot. No shot at all. Uh, let's talk about your your gig next week. You yeah. be our last thing. We'll wrap this thing up, man. Yeah. So how did this all come about? This is super random. Yeah. So like on Tuesday, Lane, the owner of Zotico, he reached out to me and was like, "Hey, man, um, I know short notice, but uh, what are you doing next Friday?" And I was like, "I mean, not shit. It's my birthday weekend. We're chilling." He was like, "Hey, well, would you want to open up for a band that's coming in?" I was like, "I mean." Yeah, like, what What do you mean? Is like, it's an acoustic gig or what? And he was like, it'll be acoustic. It'll be 45 minutes. You'll open up for a guy named Ryan Montgomery. And um, that's all. I mean, it's in the concert hall, and it's a good way to get your name out there and maybe gain some new fans. And I was like, I mean, fucking, let's get it, dude. I'll be there. So I'm opening up for a guy. His name's Ryan Montgomery. He's from Nashville. Um, he's got a little over 50K in followers on Instagram, which is cool. Yeah. Um, uh, so he's got a decent following. Uh, I am excited to get over there and play, man. I really am. Uh, I'm excited just to play again. I haven't played. I haven't been able to play live in, in a long time. And it's going to be me and my buddy Kip. And we're going to play an, ag- an acoustic set to open up for Ryan. And uh, we're going to crush it. I'm excited, dude. It's Exotico. If anybody here is from Alabama or from the central Alabama area and you haven't heard about it, you have heard about it now. And go get your tickets. It'll be at Zydeco in the concert hall. The doors open at 7, even though the tickets say at 8. I start at 8. Um... And uh, it'll be a good night, dude. I mean, worst case scenario, you go out there and you hate it, and you say, hey, man, I'll never be back, Cameron. But I can promise <laughs> you this, you won't say that. That's for sure. You'll be like, damn, Cameron, you're good. You'll be like, all right, dude, you had a good time. That, that was cool, man. It was cool to see you up there. But um, I'm I'm excited about it. I'm excited to play live again, bro. I'm just – I would have done it for free, honestly, because yeah. I just want to play again. Um, it'll be a short set, like I said, 40, 45 minutes. We played 10, 15 songs, and we're out of there. And uh, <coughs> I'm super stoked about it. Next next Friday, April 16th, and um, super stoked. And uh, we will be going back to Zydeco as a full band this coming July, the weekend after the 4th of July. So I'm excited about that as well, dude. It'll be a lot of fun. Hell yeah. And can we expect the new song to be played? Yes. I have a new song, yes. guys. I haven't, even, I haven't even promoted it yet. I'm actually about to start this coming week. Um, promoting the new song that's coming out. It's called This Town. It's a song about where I'm from. It's a song about 
the 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 small town vibe and everybody who's from the small town and 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 has and has dealt with that can relate to the song and I'm extremely excited about it man it's got a uh, it's got a stripped down more of a uh, stripped down acoustic e sound it's not a big rock and roll rager it's more low key but um I'm I'm very very excited about it I'm excited for you guys to hear it it's going to drop in the end of May um, I won't tell you guys the final, the actual release date until probably next week, end of next, probably next weekend, right as I'm, I'm doing that show, I'll probably announce it, but, um, it's called this town. I will say that. And, um, that's all you're going to have to, that's all you're going to know about it. And I'm excited about it. I've already let a, a handful of my people listen to it and they say it's their favorite one. Uh, I'd like it's to, pretty damn good, I guys. like to think that I surround myself by people that, hold me accountable and they're honest with me and they're not just blowing smoke. I don't like those people, to be honest with you. Um, they're pretty honest and they like it a lot. Uh, and and I, I love it, dude. I love it. Uh, I know when I play it live, it'll be a, it'll be a, there'll be a band version, like a full band version, but the recorded, the studio version is a little bit more stripped down. And uh, I'm, I'm super stoked, super stoked about it. And I will be playing that next Friday. It'll be a new song alongside uh one or two more of my originals and uh I'm, I'm stoked man i'm I'm just excited to get back on the stage yeah man i'm i'm excited to see you back up there man it's gonna be good i think what was the last time you know at zydeco was that the last time yeah that was the last time we did something live yeah well it'll be great because then you can come down and drink beer with us hell yeah and then afterwards we can watch a, the other guy go up and we can we can party and if the scenes if the vibe's not right there then we can just dip out and go to maybe a brewery or something else yeah, we'll figure it out. 100%. So I'm pumped for that, man. It's awesome. Uh, it just took me off guard when you posted that yesterday. I was, it was like, wild, oh, shit, huh? what the fuck? It was random for me, too, dude. It was it was crazy. We had been talking, trying to get a date set for Zydeco for I, my band, but then he just hit right. me up and was asking if I wanted to open, which was awesome. So, yeah, dude, I'm stoked about it, and um, I'm going to show out. Ryan's going to show out. Kip's going to come up there and shred it, and I'm super, I'm super fired up, bro. Super duper yep, So up. get your tickets, guys. Show up and show out for for Cam and give them some support. Yeah, go get your tickets. You can get them in advance right now on Zydeco's website. Um, right now, and Zydeco is called it's ZydecoBirmingham.com. It's their uh, it's their venue's website. You can go get your tickets for our day, April sixteenth, and um, come show us some love, man. Uh, it would be awesome if there was a cra- if there was a big showing, dude. If there was a crowd, I hope there's just people there in general. You know, give me give me five right. or six. I'm chilling. But, uh, <laughs> but dude, if it's a big crowd, that would be awesome. If all my people showed up, that would be awesome. Um, I'm, I'm excited, man. I'm really excited for sure. Yeah, me too. Well, that's all I've got this week, man. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Thank you guys for hanging out, man. Episode 61. Um, another good podcast, another good podcast. We're just chipping away. Thank you guys for hanging out. If you love the, if you love the podcast, rate, subscribe, review, Give me all the love on the uh, on the actual socials, and um, thank you guys. Buy merch, y'all are awesome. Buy the merch. Keep putting that link in the description, Ryan. It's there. Um, keep buying the merch. I'm gonna buy for sure at least two shirts. Uh, my girl's buying one for sure. Um, we're gonna get this thing going. I'm excited. Big times. Big summer coming up for my for the Cummings family in general. Um, mm-hmm. My brother's show's coming up. Uh, that he that y'all aren't supposed to know about, but I'm just gonna go ahead and say, say that we haven't talked about that. Um, he's he's got a show. He's gonna start filming, and that's all. We're gonna leave it at that. But it's um it's a big deal, and it's gonna be a big deal for all of us. And I'm excited, and um let's get it. I'm fired up. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. That's it for me, man. Yeah, 
Y'all have a great fucking weekend. That's right. I'm going to watch some baseball, drink some beer, and watch some golf. That's right. Let's play this obscure non-copyright song that we've never heard before. I'm going to hit this <laughs> skip button. This one's called, this one is called Intoxicated. It goes like by Beave. Non-copyrighted bitches. Do not strike this song or I'll cut your wrist. It may not even be good. We'll see. It's probably not. Okay. Okay. It's not as obscure as what we were listening to earlier. Yeah. That's true. Thank you.